Welcome back to another episode of Somewhere Between, a podcast made by Asian adoptees for Asian adoptees. Hi everyone, welcome back to the second part of my interview with Ace. In this half, we explored Ace's adult experiences connecting with other adoptees and the community. So this past year has been a bit unusual to say the least. I know I've really delved into my adoptee identity with quarantining and everything going on. Are there any changes that you've made in light of everything going on? Um, everyone knows that it's been like a tough year for, for a lot of people. Yeah. And um, also having this, uh, like this happened. And um, yeah, this year I also, I've lost uh, both my grandparents on, on my dad's side this year as well. And it's been, it's, it's, it's been really, really tough. And um, I kind of, I've realized that also, yeah, having the, the rug pulled uh, from underneath me, it, it, I, I kind of realized that there was too many things uh, going on in my life that was really difficult to, to process. And especially all of this with the, with the adoption thing. Like I thought, if I if I started to listen to, to podcasts and like try and research more about it, I could kind of like help myself in a way. But I realized that it was um, that it was a bit too difficult because I also had all these other things um, that was like brewing and 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 kind of causing a turmoil uh, internally. So I decided to. Um, start looking for a for a therapist and I wanted to to find a an adoptee therapist as well that's awesome I I know in the adoptee community we've always talked about you know getting a therapist and the the pros and cons of looking for you know ones who specialize or are you know adoptees themselves yeah yeah definitely because I I've I've heard like as I mentioned, I, I listened to to a lot of podcasts, and I heard like other podcasts as well that were they were talking to adoptee therapists and and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I was really oh that it feels like that is something that I really really need to get uh, to like help me sort out all these things that I'm going through right now, and like obviously like therapy is not um, is not. Uh, cheap or anything like it does this costs a bit so and the thing was that I I could um, get like I could get I I don't know what I'm I don't know the word now but you it's not like a it's not a discount but you can get through like the insurance in in Germany yeah yeah I know what you mean yeah you can get like uh yeah you don't have to pay as much uh if yeah, you like get you it have a small in america it's a, like a small copay they call mm-hmm. yeah exactly so i was like oh maybe i'll use this but then i realized that if i actually was gonna start seeing a therapist i wanted the therapist to like check all these boxes so First, I wanted it to be someone who who was an, an adoptee, and I wanted it to be an Asian adoptee, 
and mm. I wanted it to be uh, a woman because I didn't want to talk to a man about <laughs> my problems. And then I was also thinking, oh, maybe it does make sense if she if she is Swedish as well, because then she can understand like my uh, like the cultural upbringing that I had. And yeah. I was like, oh, is, is this too many like requirements? <laughs> the top uh, <laughs> order you got there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I was really lucky because I managed to find someone who, who checked all these boxes and, uh, she, she is Swedish as well. So, uh, we're doing it, um, through Zoom and obviously in that way I can't get, uh, I can't use it through the insurance, but I, I, I decided and I realized that I think it's, it's, it was more important that when I managed to find someone who who checked these boxes that that was that that was worth uh, worth to pay extra to have that I think I think it could definitely especially for those many things that you were for um and to find somebody who hit all of those things that's definitely I think really valuable uh, especially for the things that you wanted to explore personally yeah definitely and I think um even after having my first uh, session, I was, oh, this, I, I want to be a, like, a therapy uh, advocate now. It, it's yes. so nice. Like, if you have the means, I really think you should do it. It helps a lot. And um, also, for me, it really helps as well, to because when we talk about, um, like, adoptee, topics she she obviously has a personal like understanding as well so i i i would definitely say that if you're if you're thinking about it i would say that yeah try yeah at least try it and yeah that's awesome so how did you find a therapist like what was your process to find somebody who hit all of these specific uh areas that you were looking for Yes, yeah, so as a millennial, the first thing I did was I went, I went on Google and yep. uh, just uh, adoption therapist. But mm-hmm. yeah, it was really, it was difficult to find because it was mostly for helping like adoptive parents and stuff like that. And also it was mostly like US-based uh, mm-hmm. people as well. Um so it was really difficult finding, and there's also another uh, podcast called Adoptees On, and on their website they have like a resource page where they had like a list of um, yeah some uh, adoption therapists, but they unfortunately they didn't, they didn't fill all the criteria that I had. Mm. Um, but then there was actually um when my parents adopted me they used an organization uh in Sweden that uh helps uh with adoption and i went on their website and they also had um like a like a page with resources for for adoptees and there that was where i found uh, the therapist that that i have now that's Awesome. Really cool. I think it's interesting, at least to me, that your Google search, can't, I mean, I guess I don't know how Google works internationally, but it still pulled a bunch of like American-based people and places and stuff. That's very interesting to me. Yeah. 
yeah, I guess it's because that's where like the most information, like maybe there are more here, but I also, I, I search in English. So I guess that's where the um, most hits are. That would so, make sense. Yeah. I'm really glad you were able to, I still think it's amazing that you were able to find not only an Asian adoptee therapist, but also one specifically who was also Swedish. I think that that, that's so cool. And I, I guess now that you said that, it makes so much sense, especially after you described a little bit about what the Swedish culture is like and how, how they tackle, you know, those differences and things like that in the, in the sense that they really don't. Um, but I think it makes so much sense. Um, that's amazing for me. I don't know why. Uh, maybe I have a weird idea of, you know, the size of Sweden, but I think that's so cool. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I think so as well. So that's also why I felt that, no, I can't like let her let her go or like I have to try because I also in a way realized that, um, yeah, maybe not everyone has spots for, for new clients. And I was really hoping that she would have a spot because I, oh, now I've really found someone and please uh please and please be please be good as well but yeah i i thought from the from the first time that yeah we we hit it off well so i i was very very happy as well that's awesome that. i always tell people who are you know considering or new to therapy you know it's just like finding a friend or you know something you, you meet a lot of you, you might have to meet a couple therapists different people have different styles before it fits but when it clicks it clicks but sometimes it's it's a real shopping period. So I'm, I'm very happy for you that, you know, you clicked with this person because um, it, it's like the stars aligned for you, you know, <laughs> I think. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Thank you. So you said you listen to podcasts. What else led you to become more involved in the adoptee community? Yeah, so I I listened to, to a few podcasts and I listened to one of the episode, one of your episodes where you mentioned that there was an, a Facebook group uh, called Subtle Asian Adoptee Traits. Yes. Oh, yeah. We talk about it all the time. Love. Shout out to Dana. We just had our three-year uh, Facebook group anniversary. <laughs> yeah, it's really cool because I had no idea that something like this existed. So once I heard about that, I went on Facebook and I applied to become a member and yeah and then it kind of yeah it, it snowballed from there and I started finding out more and more that oh you can actually find other adoptees actually exist mm -hmm. like on, <laughs> on on the internet as well yeah. and um, yeah it really it really helped me to to just like read the um, the posts uh, on, on the page and continue listening to to adopted podcasts as well and also it, it helped a lot uh reading the book that you mentioned in one of your uh episodes as well the um, oh, I forgot. The, the primal wound yeah oh i'm exactly. so glad <laughs> yeah so so you've you've really influenced me in in in, in a big way oh for sure that makes me so happy yeah so thank you. I'm really, I'm really grateful for that. Um, but yeah, one thing though, with uh, being in this uh, in this group, which 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 is great, 
And one of the things that seemed really exciting about it was that there is these Zoom calls um, quite regularly. And I felt that that would be something really exciting to to be part of. But then, unfortunately, it is um, at 3 a.m. in the morning here. Oh, in, yeah. Yeah, in Germany. Oh, so, no. Yeah, it, I, I'm not really... Uh, yeah, I'm I'm almost 30 now, so I can't really <laughs> stay up that late anymore. <laughs> I get too tired. So I, I was a bit, I'm like, oh, no, like I was really looking forward to that. Um, but then I did uh, manage to see that there were some other people in Europe that they were also kind of interested in, in starting something in uh, in Europe for for people who are not in like the North American time zone uh, so that it would be easier for others here That's to awesome. join as well. And I started to to talk to one of uh, to a girl who was organizing uh, one of these calls and um, also by the way th that's a great uh, way to like slide into someone's DMs uh, like <laughs> these kind of things. Oh, yep. you're talk uh, you're gonna have this uh, call, and yeah. Then basically we started talking, and then I went on on a Zoom call that they were going to have. We weren't that many on on the first one I went to. Uh, we were four four people, so it wasn't it wasn't that oh, many. Wow. I I I've heard that there's like a lot of people on on the American ones. Oh yeah, that they get really big. Yeah, but it was just so, I don't know, it, yeah, I guess eye-opening in a way is, is a good way to put it, but to just, um, for the first time, really talk to, to other adoptees who are in the same situation. And I really realized that everyone's story is different, but what we're going through is the same in a way. And I've never really felt that before and that was such a yeah such such a nice thing to to feel that you're with people who just like understands you even though they haven't been through exactly the same thing they still know what it is yeah they they know the feeling and they can understand it and yeah yeah and that was really really helpful so we actually decided to me those people on the call and, and some others, we've decided now to create a kind of a breakout group from SAT uh, mm. for uh, Asian adoptees in Europe. So we will start doing more regular calls, uh, Zoom calls in uh, European times. Mm. And, and yeah, we're going to try and and uh, build out the community here in Europe as well. And that's something that I'm very excited about because, yeah, as I mentioned, this has been so helpful for, for me and I didn't even know that it existed before. So if we can, if we can help yeah. others, that would, be, that would be great, I think. That's phenomenal. And I think that, I guess I, now, like, obviously I knew that, like, they were in, like especially Eastern Standard Time, um, and then I know that a lot of the we have a lot of Aussies join the call because 
they're waking up when we're, you know, partying at night. But I, I guess I forgot that, like, Europe, even though I know intellectually that Europe is in between, so it would probably, like, neither time would ever work, really. And I guess I didn't think, wow, it's real. like, unless you're staying up, like, throughout the whole night, you really can't come if you're in Europe. So I'm, I'm like, I think that's awesome that you guys are going to have more, because I saw, I think that's really cool that you guys are going to really expand that portion and have Zoom calls regularly. That's, because I think, even though I've only gone to a handful, I think those are some of my favorite times with, like, getting together, seeing everybody talking about things, adopted related or not, but with people who, you know, just kind of understand and have that deeper thread connecting us. I hope yeah, you guys definitely. every once in a while post like a link to one of your Europe's to the main group. I'm sure some of us bums are gonna be if you guys are doing it a like evening that's like one or one or two o'clock for us depending on what part of the coast we're on. I'm sure some of us bums would stop by. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no definitely. I mean this is nothing that like we don't want to do any like gatekeeping or anything like oh no no americans on this call it's it's just that <laughs> we wanted to have something that was more easily accessible oh absolutely yeah. yeah i would yeah. not if if the zoom call started for me at like three in the morning absolutely i would never go to them I feel, <laughs> yeah yeah i'm really glad because i think we've had like one or two europeans join and they always said like it's a super weird hour but i never asked how weird of a time it must be for them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think I know uh, uh, who it was that joined because he he's one of the like uh, organizers uh, in here now, and he 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 said that he's been to a lot of the American ones, and he he did suggest that oh we we can join the next one, but as I mentioned, I'm like I can't, I can't stay up that late, so I it sounds like a cool idea, but I don't know if I, I'll be able to make it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, th this really, like, with everything that has been happening this year um, and finding these things out, I, yeah, I, I just felt that um, it really, it really has given me uh, perspective because I kind of realized also with, uh, yeah, obviously with my, with my grandparents passing and with the pandemic and all the other um, people that we've lost this year, I it kind of made me think um, that I I've had a really okay. This is this is gonna be a bit dramatic, but uh, that I I've had a I've had a satisfying life, and I wouldn't be like it wouldn't. Yeah, I, I wouldn't regret too much if, if, if something were to happen. But after all these things uh, happen, I realized that if that there is one thing that I would regret that I never done, um, and that is really that I never, that I never tried to find out more about my heritage, about my culture, that I never really been to the Philippines or that I never try to explore more about my adoption and yeah, finding out more about the adoption community. So yeah, basically I, I feel that right now that's, 
kind of the, the most important thing to to do for me like a lot of other things i've yeah i've otherwise i've had uh i've had <laughs> i've had a good life and and i am having a good life but this this is something that i still haven't done and that i still haven't figured out so this is kind of mm. yeah it's it's really in on top of mind for me right now and it's something that i want to to work with and 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 to to do more uh, as much as I can about it. Yeah, I think that that's awesome. I think just because we've had, you know, I think there's sometimes an idea other people have about adoptees that, you know, oh, why why would you want to know more? Why would you want to explore? Why would you want to you you know meet your birth parents? Things like that. Why would you want to do these things and delve into that part of your history? when you have a good life or a fulfilling life or xyz whatever reason but it's not about you know all of those things that i think some people think that understanding adopt like our own personal history is it's just connecting to a part of ourselves it's not filling a void per se it's just sometimes it is and other times it's you just you know it's a part of our lives that we want to explore and i think that that is you know a big thing that some people need to understand doesn't mean that we're not happy it just it's another part of ourselves yeah yeah definitely because i've also had i the thing is i do understand for 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 non-adoptees um that it is difficult to kind of uh imagine in a way what it's like um mm -hmm. but i've had i mean you probably and and others many others as well has probably all oh, like you most likely ha you have a better life now aren't you grateful and stuff and, and and things like this but yeah as as you said it's not really about that it's part of us and it, it was taken from us in a way and i think we definitely have the right and that we if we feel like it we should definitely try to to explore that um sure. absolutely absolutely so how did you find somewhere between and become involved to the level that you are right now? So how I found it uh, the first time was that I basically I just searched for adoption or, or something on on Spotify. And then because your name back then was Adopt Ed or mm, I, I don't know if yeah. that was how you pronounced it. but No, yeah, that was the uh, one. <laughs> yeah. So that's really how i found it and then when you were talking about uh by asian adoptees for asian adoptees and i, I was like i'm an asian adoptee this is <laughs> this is <laughs> for me that's yes me. that's part that's exactly what we wanted yay <laughs> yeah so you really like i i think that's that's a great way to 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 like start a podcast and to get the the people that you want to listen as well but Basically, that also led me into to all these things because also being an Asian adoptee and being a transracial adoptee, also like realizing this and also what 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 I have mentioned throughout this podcast as well that I haven't only realized things about my adoption, but I've also realized things uh, or realized that I'm Asian, and uh, so also because of what's happened this year with uh with uh, black lives matter and everything it really 
um, that I've tried to, um, to, to be a bit more involved in because I have a friend who's, who's very involved in that. And she, she really talks about it a lot about being uh, proud of your culture and, and your ethnicity and everything like that. Mm-hmm. So she really influenced me in that way. And that is also why I wanted to be more active, especially with the Asian adoption community mm-hmm. as well, because that felt really important to me. Um, earlier this year, or actually I started last year, I joined a youth organization. So I was a team leader there and basically I've been volunteering um, outside my work. So I work uh, full time, but then I, I've been volunteering. So I I haven't really had too much like free time uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm I'm kind of fine with that. It was really stressful for a while, but I've kind of felt that I really, I don't know, I, I've always had in the back of my mind since, since I was younger that, um, I don't know if that's a healthy thought or not, but I've always thought that, oh, I was adopted and there's a lot of people and kids that, are not adopted so I need to do something with my life to kind of make it worthwhile that I was the one that got this chance and not someone else so I kind of yeah I I mean in a way it is obviously a very big pressure to put on yourself but I felt that I need to do something uh, that I need to have an impact somehow and obviously it that's a very very big and and grand thing like you can have an impact on a lot of different things and i think i've tried to find different things uh, like being part of student organizations and this other youth organization but now when i found this community and that i'm myself actually uh, very much part of then i realized that oh maybe this is this is where I can actually make a difference. So now I really want to devote uh, my time to, yeah, to help others uh, like me, like us, to feel less alone and or to feel like they're not alone. I think that's, that's awesome. I love that. <laughs> yeah. And... Really, there's there's so many things that this has brought up as well, and uh, like all these things, uh, also in terms of um, representation and everything that I've also started to realize more now. That also, for example, most of the podcasts that I found they are also from like a Western or like an an American perspective because most yeah. are like led by American and mm-hmm. there's nothing nothing wrong with that but I also think that yes representation is it is important so absolutely I would like to also to try and give like a European perspective as well yes yes definitely representation matters as we always say and it people think that it's just kind of like a tagline that people say but I think it's a tagline if you will because it's so true representation really impacts and matters to people 
Yeah, definitely. Just to get a better understanding of the world in general. Just how boring would life be if we were all the exact same, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, as I, as I mentioned before, different is not a it's not a bad thing. Absolutely. So yeah, I really feel that I need to to make an impact somehow and that is why I decided to join these other adoptees to to start this breakout group for SAT for Asian adoptees in Europe. And that is also why I'm going to join somewhere between as a host on this podcast. Yay! Yay! <laughs> yeah, I'm really excited about this because as I mentioned before, you've had such an impact on me personally. So if I can help you guys with helping others to come out of the fog or, or whatever and help other adoptees on, on their journey, uh, I'm really grateful for that opportunity and to be able to do that. I'm really excited to have you. Like we just talked about, you know, representation, it really matters. Um, and we've actually, the three of us, myself, Maya and Alia, for a while have been talking, you know, when slash if, because uh, we kind of thought it was inevitable. We have uh, another person join us on the team and, you know, maybe even more down the line. Uh, we definitely want it to be somebody who is not, you know, a female Chinese adoptee. So when Maya told us that you would be joining us, we were all thrilled to get so many different, you know, perspectives um, through, you know, you becoming the fourth host. Um, I actually, so can you tell our listeners a little bit of how that came to be? Because I'm actually not too sure. All I know is that Maya said, I found somebody finally, and we were just really happy. <laughs> So basically, as I'm also uh, working professionally as a social media manager, I've done a lot of things when it comes to creating content in general. And I also, I started my own podcast earlier this year. Um, basically, I try to be quite engaged with stuff that I find. And once I found your Instagram page, I try to be as engaged as possible. I would comment on on your posts uh, because I listen to to the episodes you put out, and I wanted to to kind of be part of this community because also I really like podcasts in general, like listening to them and everything. So when the opportunity to to join your team was introduced to me, I first uh Maya was like oh you can you can think about it you don't have to give an answer right now but I actually already had in the back of my mind I was already like oh I'm definitely gonna say yes there's no <laughs> way <laughs> I'm not gonna say no to this because again this is something that I want to devote my time to in general and it's really exciting to, to be part of this because you already have quite a lot of episodes you already have a platform and um and yeah this is just it's just very exciting and um i think there are a lot of us out there that has a story uh, that is that is worth sharing i'm that that made me really happy i'm so glad you were not only like you said yes but you were like excited to say yes like the fact that you have been listening and engaged i i thought i recognized like 
I know you posted something in the book club thing and, you know, other things. So when I, you know, when Maya told us who it was, I was like, wait, they actually like, I feel like everyone in similar positions would be like, oh, I know all of your stuff. I listen to all of it. But like half the time, that's not true. But like you actually are engaged and you're actually a part of, uh, we're a part of this community. So I feel like this is natural for you to join us. I'm just thrilled to have you aboard with us all. Yeah, I'm so happy. I'm so excited as well. <laughs> because I, I really think it's it's very, very um admirable like what you what you did from the beginning that you that you started this and, and I really admire everyone who wants to to do something to to help others because I think for, for most of us, uh, at least I'm I'm speaking for myself, but yeah, we we have a lot of comforts we we don't have to worry about having a roof over our head and stuff and i really think that people they they don't necessarily have to care about others because they already have a comfortable life and, and this is what i think uh, about people who who do stuff for others in general so i think it's really admirable when people even though their lives are good that they decide that they want to help others have a a good life as well so so yeah, I I'm definitely very happy to to be part of helping helping others and uh, yeah I, I'm just gonna try not to 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 fanboy too much but I I think, <laughs> I think it will be <laughs> no no it's okay <laughs> I like I said we're so thrilled to have you and I hope all of our people listening you know hello you can officially say hi to our new somewhere between member Ace. <laughs> Yay! Thanks for joining us today and getting to know our newest member of our podcasting team, Ace. If you're interested in participating in one of these episodes, you can email us at somewhere.between.podcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to join our Instagram family at somewherebetween.fam and stay connected with updates, casting calls, and a whole lot more. See you guys next time. 